Hey Guru Nation, welcome to episode 486 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, uh, I actually cover Icon's acquisition of PRA Health, and I talk about, I give my opinions on what I think about CROs, and they're obviously, consolidation has been a trend for the last several years, maybe the last decade or so. And uh, I talk about at the end whether it's a good or bad thing, just my own opinion. But I also talk about uh, the big CROs that are out there. I look at their stocks a little bit and I give some info on the details of this deal. So I would love to hear your comments on this, your thoughts on this. Is consolidation by CROs a good thing or a bad thing for innovation and for the industry? Is um, uh, CROs becoming more powerful and bigger a good or bad thing for the industry let me know your thoughts I have my opinions and I'd love to hear yours as well uh, look in the show notes for the links to the CRA Academy the CRC Academy the patreon channel uh, if you want more studies for your site just text me 949-415-6256 and uh, let me know. I appreciate your support. Thank you very much and catch you later. Bye-bye. Guru Nation, welcome back to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. We'll see how long this one goes, whether it makes the podcast. I have a time requirement. It needs to be like 15 minutes or longer to go on the podcast, but this might be podcast worthy. It's definitely newsworthy. You know, whenever something happens in our industry, this is a big industry, but it's consol- highly consolidated, especially at the CRO level, which is debatable whether it's a good or bad thing. And I'll give you some of my opinion uh, throughout this article that I share with you, which is on, if you're curious about this, you go to latinosinclinicalresearch.com and you click written articles. And the first one you will see, well, at the time of this video but you want to see these written articles anyways because they're amazing articles so icon acquires clinical trial competitor pra let, let me just read you this uh shout out tylene schneider the writer for excellent work once again icon plc is buying its rival clinical trial operator pra health sciences for 12 billion in cash and stock Creating what Jared S. Hopkins of the Wall Street Journal described as a powerhouse provider of services to pharmaceutical companies that are farming out more work to contractors. The combined company would increase the role of technology in clinical trials and create one of the largest contract research organizations to test experimental drugs in animals and perform studies of promising late stage drugs in humans. So let me just give you. Uh, an idea of the market cap. So quintiles, no, known as Ikevius, uh, symbol IQV, they have a market cap of 36.9 billion, basically 37 billion. All right, Sinios has a market cap of only 8 billion, and they are, uh, I would say, second largest, okay, CRO. Uh, PPD, uh, sorry, PPD is, looks like second largest CRO with a market cap of 12 billion. And then uh, LabCorp owns Covan, so we can't count the market cap because it's LabCorp main business is lab services. So Icon, Icon's market cap is nine point five billion, so it's right in line with uh, Cineos. And now 
and CPPD's 12.1 billion. Icon's market cap 9.5 billion, and that's pre-merger. So PRA Health Sciences is basically the same market cap, 9.5 billion, 9.549, 9.599, almost equal size. So now they're going to be what, 18, 19 billion. So they're going to become the second largest CRO by market cap at about, let's say, 20 billion, uh, right underneath Ikevia, who's the industry leader. Uh, so let's let's remember this stuff, okay? Let's let's go back and uh, read more. Uh, the new entity will commit to strong positions in clinical research, efficient clinical trial execution from phase one to post-approval, and healthcare data. Both companies said that there was a growing need for decentralized and hybrid trial solutions that include data from mobile and connected health platforms, as well as from a global network of clinical trial sites, home health services, and wearables. PRA Health Sciences shares jumped almost 18.7% on February 24th after the company signed the deal with Icon PLC to be acquired reported Ben Mahi and Smart Analysis. According to the terms of the agreement, the provider of outsourced drug and drug development and commercialization services, which is Icon, will pay $80 in cash and 0.4125 shares of Icon for each share of PRA Health. This price represents a 30% premium to PRA Health's closing price on February 23rd. Shares of Icon dropped 7.8%. Um, because they paid a lot for this, okay, thirty percent premium to what PR PRA Health was, what what Wall Street says PRA Health was worth. Uh, the transaction, which needs shareholders' approval and some regulatory approval, so it's not official yet, should close in the third quarter of 2021. The transaction is not subject to a financing condition. After closure, the deal is expected to raise Icon's earnings by double digits in the first full year and by more than 20% after that. Mahoney projected that the combined run rate synergies of 150 million may be realized annually within four years. When the transaction closes, PRA shareholders will own 34% of the combined company. And Icon's headquartered in Dublin. Um, Icon had a $2.8 billion in sales in 2019, helps pharmaceutical companies run studies, so they're a CRO, uh, phase one through four. Anybody who works in this industry knows Icon and PRA. By buying PRA, Icon would grow into digital and, technolo- and technology capabilities that are playing roles in clinical trials accelerated by the COVID-19 pandemic, including virtual monitoring of study subjects. PRA, which is headquartered in Raleigh, North Carolina, has products such as mobile and digital platforms that allow trial subjects to put medical information on their smartphones, making it easy for study managers to collect data. This is called patient-reported outcomes, ECOA solutions. You know, it's in, it's interesting. This tells me Icon was not investing in technology, in digital platforms. And they understood, hey, we got a $9 billion market cap, but we're going to lose that market cap to Ikevia and to Cineos, who... I personally know Cineos is doing a lot with technology, virtual trials. I know they've been funding a lot of AI companies. Cineos has got a lot going on, very progressive CRO. Icon's more old school uh, CRO. So they, they had to do this and they had to pay a premium in order to stay relevant, in my opinion. So now we're going from we had Ikevia, 
Cineos, PPD, um, LabCorp, if you count LabCorp, let's say Covance, and then Icon uh, and PRA. So you went from like six major CROs publicly traded. I'm not counting Charles River Labs and all that uh, because they're early stage. This is like phase one through four. You got six, now it's going to be five. So the CRO industry is consolidating even more so. I'm going to give some opinion on what I think about this, but let's finish the article. So PRA's global clinical development operations. Okay, so they're all over the world, uh, but they bought this for the technology. Um, Evercore estimates that the market for virtual trials will reach $6 billion by 2024. It includes patient-friendly platforms such as smartphone apps for wearable sensors rather than physical sites. Um, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think physical sites are going to ever be replaced, but I think this is going to increase the market uh, opportunity, right, for by $6 billion for clinical research. So it's just the pie is getting bigger here, in my opinion. Uh, despite their relative sizes, the small amount of customer overlap between the two should help lower the integration uh, risk. Uh, and these CROs don't really have problems integrating. Uh, they pretty much do the same thing at the end of the day. A CRO is a CRO, a CRA is a CRA. Technology is technology. Everything's getting commoditized. Uh, so you have to be on the cutting edge and innovate. And when they see a new $6 billion market coming out by 2024, they got to be all over that. And, and this is why exactly why Icon bought PRA. Uh, because of COVID-19, PRA developed a COVID-19 clinical study support mobile app that was configured to virtually connect patients worldwide with their trial sites and health professionals from any location. Uh, in addition, P, uh, PRA also mobilized its Center for Vaccine Research, which applies data to enhance the design site selection and enrollment forecasting of clinical trials. PRA was involved in phase one through four studies. In 2020, ICON provided clinical trial amenities for BNT162B2, the mRNA-based COVID vaccine that Pfizer and, and BioNTech have brought to emergency use. Uh, basically, COVID decreased clinical trial activity for both companies. Uh, while changes in clinical trial procedures have helped business bounce back, revenues were not what had been anticipated in 2020. Uh, so they were not the beneficiaries of the activity that occurred in late 2020. I think they'll all CROs. Let, let's look at their price to earnings ratio. Let's go one by one. Ikevia is at a price to earning ratio of $135. Cineos looks like a good buy with the P ratio of only 42. And look, everything I know about Cineos is trending up. So look at that value compared to Ikevia. Uh, PE ratio for PPD is 98. For ICON, the PE is 29. And for PRA, the PE ratio was 48. So Cineos looks, uh, Cineos and ICON look attractive as far as the price to earnings ratio. I would expect the price to earnings ratio for ICON to increase now. So it's going to be a little less affordable. I think Cineos is, if you're going to do a CRO play, because I think, I know a lot of you stock people are watching. Um, I wouldn't rush to buy any CRO, but if you're going to want to have some exposure to a CRO and not financial advice, I would go Cineos based on the PE ratio and based on 
the progressive things the company is doing. Like they're doing a lot. You can go on their website and see they're doing a lot, but this is not really about them. So now let's uh, let's talk about why. So we kind of already talked about why. Icon needed to stay relevant. They were not investing in technology. Now they have technology thanks to PRA Health Sciences. They paid a 30% premium for this technology. It's basically PRA Health was the same size company as Icon, basically. Um, So uh, this is what Icon did. What does this mean for the industry? It just means like the big get bigger. That's what's been going on with CROs. Little CROs have been acquired. I personally know of a lot of sponsors who do not like working with the big CROs. And look, the CROs, they have profit margins to worry about. They have price to earnings ratios to worry about. They have a fiduciary duty to their investors to keep the stock price up, keep it going, keep growing the company. And all this consolidation and all this uh, market share that they're trying to take from one another. It, what is it doing? In my opinion, it's stifling innovation. A- and you may be asking, well, how, how can it be doing that when they're investing in virtual trials and all these kind of things? Look, they don't want to be investing in virtual trials. Sponsors want this. They don't want a lot of things. In in my opinion, CROs, they make more money when a trial is delayed, all right, than when a trial enrolls and completes on time because they bill for CRA days on sites, monitoring activity. These are recurring revenues. So they have CROs, and this might be controversial for me to say, in my opinion, CROs don't really have an incentive to increase efficiencies in the industry. They do it because the market wants it. And so then you got Ikevia doing it, Senios doing it. So now they're all racing to do it, but they themselves don't want to do it. So whenever you hear about a new initiative like virtual trials or patient centricity or all those kind of things, that to them, to the CRO who are rigid and ha- you know they're set up like factories. I mean, m- machines, well-tuned machines to pump out as much profit, squeeze as much profit as they can from a contract. They are not, innovation typically lowers profits, right? You have to invest in the innovation. And then if everyone's racing to innovate, it's actually a deflationary force. Technology is a deflationary force at the end of the day. So the CROs are kind of stuck between we have to innovate, but we don't want to innovate because it's it, it's taking away from our profit. But if we don't, the competitors will, and then they're going to gain more market share. And at the end of the day, what are all these people trying to do? They're trying to increase their market cap. They're trying to increase their share price. So what does this mean for real world researchers, like research sites, like sponsors? It means, in my opinion, the CROs are going to get more rigid. And when sponsors or when industry comes out with new innovations, for example, uh, integrating source to EDC through eSource and eReg. And there's another player here that's not a CRO, Viva Systems. They're doing a lot of that. And metadata is doing a lot of this kind of stuff too. And patient report, ePros and eCOA and all these things, virtual trials, right? It's going to take longer to implement these things because you have 
less you have one less player now so now you have like four uh five really publicly traded big CROs and there's no real incentive for them to innovate they're just trying to innovate at the same rate as their competitors so there's less competition typically means less innovation uh i mean imagine we went from six major publicly traded CROs to now five Imagine if we went from five to two, right? And then imagine if we went from two to one, there'd be no incentive to innovate at all because they are the industry standard. So in my opinion, I think this is great. I mean, as far as numbers are concerned, I think Icon had to do this to stay competitive. I don't, I'm not sure it's such a great thing for the industry to have CROs be such a, uh, powerful. I mean, they're they have more influence than the sponsors, and the sponsors are the ones paying for the studies. These CROs that I mentioned have more influence than ninety percent of the sponsors who pay for studies, and they're the ones innovating. Sponsors are innovating. They're coming out with new treatments, new IP. They're putting all the risk out there. CROs at the end of the day. They're a vendor. They're a service provider. So they don't innovate unless they have to. Pharma companies, sponsors have to innovate. And um, I mean, just imagine if the pharmaceutical companies, you know, we have like hundreds of them um, and publicly traded. We also have hundreds of them. Imagine if we went from hundred to like six, right? Innovation would slow down. It's just Innovation is a deflationary force, and it costs money, and it it, it kills short-term profits. So in my opinion, uh, the industry is going to get slower because of this. I know a lot of people are excited about this deal on the surface. Again, I have nothing against Icon or any of these CROs, but I've talked to many a sponsor who say the CROs, and this was before this merger, the CROs have gotten way too powerful, and it's stifling innovation. Um, and it's impeding progress. But for the CROs, maybe that's good. And for the sites, I don't know. Maybe that's good too. I know sometimes sites would like to have uh, a bottom-up approach to the way they run their studies. And oftentimes, the CRO doesn't let them. And the CRO oftentimes blames the sponsor for not letting them do this. Uh, but the sponsor doesn't really say anything it's just the cro speaking on behalf of the sponsor so this the the cro's tend to blame the sponsor for a lot of things because they say oh it's a top-down approach most of the time the sponsors they don't care about little things to micromanage you know the cro's that's the cro's jobs to micromanage that's why a cro exists sponsors don't want to micromanage it's not their core competency that's why CROs exist. That's why Akivia was founded by Dr. Dennis Gillings in the 70s to micromanage the process. So we have the micromanagers that uh, consolidated. And uh, you let me know what you think in the comments. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.